Okay. Who's going to play the Madunga? Is he? Okay. Let's put him to the test. Oh, I need one of those sheets. Yeah. And I need a bugger tongue too. Usually good to have something to read from. Okay. Okay, so this this is uh, this is um, what they call two tal, right? You know what that means? Three four, three beats in a bar, and then Jeev Jago is four beats to a bar. Does that make sense? You know what a bar is? No. <laughs> okay, when we, when we play the cartels, we generally play four beats to a bar. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. And we hold that three for two beats. There's four beats in the bar. Huh? Whereas with the waltz timing, it's three. So it's one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Right. Okay. Udilo aruna pura babagi Dvijamani gora amani jagi Jidamani Bakata Samuha Boyawa Sate Gila Nagara Raji Gila Nagara Raji Tatai Tatai Bajalokol Gana gana tahe jajera ro Preme dala dala sonara anga Tarane nupura baje
Chakaparabhate Mukunda Madhava Yadava Hari Polena Bolore Vadana Bori Yadava Hari Polena Bolore Nicheni Daba Shegilare Rati Divasa Sarija Saji Emanadulaba Manava Deho Poyaki Koro Bayana Keho Ebenabajileya Soda Sutta Charame Pori Belaji Lame Pura Belaji Udita Tapana Oileya Ina gelo boli, oi baby asta. Ina gelo boli, oi baby asta. Tabe ke no e be alasa hoi, na bajare doyaraje. Nabajari Dayarate Jivana Nichajana Hasa Tahina Navida Vipadapa Vipadapa Namasraya kori jatane tu mitakaha apana kaji Apana kaji Jivira kalyana sadhana kaum Jagate Asi Madura Nam Jagate Asi Madura Nam Abhijatu Miratapana Rupe Vidgagane Viraje Krishna Nam Sudha Kori Apan Jurayao Bhakati Vinoda Pan Jurayao Nama Bina Kichu Nahiko Ara Choda Bhuvana Ajay. 
দে নামাবিনা কিছু নাই
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama Rama Hare Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama 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 Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama When the eastern horizon became tinged with the redness that heralds the rising of the sun, the jewel among the Brahmanas, Lord Gaurasundra, immediately awakened. Taking his devotees with him, he journeyed through the towns and villages of Nadia. Thank you. 
भक्तिविनायक ठाकुर की जय ओम नमो भागवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भागवते वासुदेवाय Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Okay, today we're reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 7. The science of God. Hmm. Chapter 1. The Supreme Lord is equal to everyone. Text number 30. Is that right? Yep. Kamadveshadvayatmesnehad. Kamadveshad Bayat Snehad Yata Bhaktishvare Manaha Avishyata Dagam Hitva Bhavastad Gatim Gataha Kamadveshad Bayat Snehad Yata Bhaktishvare Manaha Avishyata Dagham Hitva Bahavastad Gatim Gataha Kamadveshad Payatsnehad Yatha Bhaktishvare Manaha Avishyata Dagam Vidpa 
ಯಥಾಕ್ತಿಶ್ವರೆ ಮನ ಆವೇಶಿ ಲೈಡೀಸ್ ಫ್ರಮ ಲಾಸ್ಟ್ ದ್ವೇಷಾತ್ ಫ್ರಮ ಹೈಟ್ರೆಡ್ ಭಾಯಾತ್ ಫ್ರಮ ಫಿಯರ್ ಸ್ನೇಹಾತ್ from affection yata as well as bhaktya by devotion ishvare in the supreme manaha the mind avesya absorbing tat of that agham sin hitva giving up bahavaha many tat of that gatim path of liberation gataha attained many many persons <coughs> hmm attained liberation simply by thinking of krishna with great attention and giving up sinful activities hmm. this affection or oh sorry this great attention may be due to lusty desires inimical feelings fear affection or devotional service i shall now explain how one receives krishna's mercy simply by concentrating one's mind upon him purport as stated in shrimad bhagavatam canto 10 chapter 33 text 39 vikriditam brajavada vikriditam brajavada sa 
Vikriditam Brajavadhu Biridam Chavishno Shradhan Vitonu Srino Yadatatrain Vanayadya Bhaktim Param Bhagavati Pratilabhya Kamam Ridrogam Ashvapa Hinodhyachivena Diraha If I I wonder if the devotees who make these garlands have ever actually have ever actually worn them. Because, you know, these ends of the carnations, if they're not trimmed properly, they're so pointy, they stick in your neck. And so, you know, it's a torture wearing them. Who'd like the mercy? <laughs> <laughs> give it give it to the person who made the garland if a bona fide listener hears of krishna's pastimes with the gopis which seem to be lusty affairs the lusty desires in his heart which constitute the heart disease of the conditioned soul will be vanquished and he will become a most exalted devotee of the Lord. If one who hears of the gopi's lusty behaviour with Krishna becomes free from lusty desires, certainly the gopis who approached Krishna became free from all such desires. Similarly, Shishupal and others who were very much envious of Krishna and who constantly thought of Krishna became free from envy. Nana Maharaj and Mother Yasoda were fully absorbed in Krishna consciousness because of affection. When the mind is somehow or other fully absorbed in Krishna, the material part is very soon vanquished. And the spiritual part, attraction to Krishna, becomes manifest. This indirectly confirms that if one thinks of Krishna enviously, simply because of thinking of Krishna, he becomes free from all sinful reactions and thus becomes a pure devotee. Examples of this are given in the following verse. Om Mahagana Timirandasya Gnanjana Salakaya Chakshurun Militam Jena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Stapitam Jena Bhutale Svayam Rupakada Mahiam Tadati Svapadantikam Mukam Karoti Vachalam Pankum Langayate Gurim Yadkripa Tamahambande Sri Gurum Dinatavinam mm. 
Okay, so Bahava. Agham Hitva. Not exactly how it is in the verse, but Bahava means many, many, many. Uh, Bahu means many, right? Sanskrit, Bahu, Bahava. Agham Hitva. Agham means sinful activities, and Hitva means to give up, right? So there's a, there's, a, there's a key here for us, or a point, a very important point. And Prabhupada mentions it here in the purport. If a bona fide listener hears of Krishna's pastimes with the gopis, which seem to be lusty affairs... And that's mentioned in the, in the verse from the Bhagavatam that's quoted from the 10th canto, 33, chapter 33, text 39. Bhaktim param bhagavati pratilabhya kamam. Hmm. So apparently the pastimes of the gopis with Krishna appear as if lusty affairs. Right? Yet, if one meditates on these pastimes, um, hears these pastimes effectively, Then the Hridrogam, and it's interesting, isn't it? Prabhupada says in the second, no, first, first sentence of this verse, the lusty desires in his heart, which constitute the heart disease the heart disease, right? And that's mentioned in that verse that he quotes. Hrid rogam, right? The disease of the heart. Right? Will be vanquished. Right? <clears throat> mm. Right. And he will become a most exalted devotee of the Lord. If one who hears of the gopi's lusty behavior with Krishna becomes free from lusty desires, so if one hears the pastimes of Krishna and Krishna with his loving affairs with the devotees, hearing those pastimes will purify, cleanse the heart. Because even though they appear like the lusty behaviour of boys and girls in the material world, the affection and 
love that's felt between Krishna and the gopis is not of the material world. But not of the material world. In the Chaitanya Chaitramrita, Krishna Das Kaviraj describes how the um, lust of those contaminated by material desires is like iron, right? Whereas the affection or the attraction between Krishna and the gopis is a manifestation of prema, not of the material world, and so that's like gold, right? And what is more valuable, iron or gold? Right? And so the, the end result of regularly hearing or hearing about Krishna's uh, relationships with the gopis, the, the end result is that the one's heart will become purified. Right? And there are, uh, there are examples given here also of how that is possible. Uh, what have we got here? Karmad. So who does that represent? Karmad, out of desire, lusty desire actually. What, who's that represent? Hmm? The gopis, yes, of course. That's what Prabhupada mentions right in the beginning. Uh, dveshad, that means hatred, from hatred. Who's, who's given as an example? of hatred of Krishna. Sishupal, yes. And, um, you know, Hiranyakashipu, Hiranyaksha, and others. Bhayat, fear. Who was scared of Krishna? Everybody's scared of Krishna in the form of the time factor. <laughs> but Bhayat, who's the example? Kamsa, yes. Um, Snehad means affection. Who's the example given? Yashoda and Nanda Maharaj, great affection for Krishna. And... Uh, um, yata as well as bhaktya. What does bhaktya mean? Yeah. Bhakt, bhaktya, what does that mean? You've heard of the word bhakti? Yeah. yeah. So what does bhaktya mean? Yeah, one who's a devotee. Who's that? Huh? Pla Maharaj, yes, yeah, why not? Radharani, ooh. No, well, no, not really, not. See, it's interesting. This doesn't refer to Radharani. Because, you see, Radharani is already perfect. She's an eternal, you know, she's Krishna's Leela Shakti. So, actually, this doesn't refer to Radharani. This refers to devotees who, who are becoming purified by 
the process of bhakti. They're not perfect. Neither are we eternal associates of Krishna. I don't know if you've noticed that by you know, the things that are happening to you. <laughs> so, and, and, and so here, bahava, right? Bahavas tad gatim gataha. Many, many, many achieved the success or the goal of life effectively, that is to become liberated, right? Tad gatim, that path of liberation, gataha attained, right? So, um, uh, this affection of Nanda and Yasoda, this fear that's experienced because of, a, of the relationship with Krishna and the, the um, hatred, <laughs> interestingly enough, the hatred that's, that's um, manifest by the Shishupal and others and the, the um, lusty, apparently lusty attraction of the gopis for Krishna. They're all impetuses for becoming Krishna conscious uh, and the process of bhakti. The process of bhakti. Now it's very interesting here that Prabhupada and the Bhagavatam recommends that we hear the rasalila of Radha and Krishna and the gopis, right? But do we do that? Do we do that? Yes or no? What do you think? Hands up. Those who think they know why we don't hear the rasalila, raise your hands. One person, only one person thinks he knows. Nobody else knows, or just being humble, or don't want to be wrong. There's uh, a classic, classic. Don't put your hand up because you might make a fool of yourself. Uh, okay, uh, what's your... Uh, Learned opinion on this topic, uh, Robert. Too advanced. <laughs> well, that's, that's interesting. Yep. Yeah. Um, Although that's why Srila Prabhupada translated the Krishna book, because right? he wanted the devotees to have an appreciation of Krishna's smiling face, right? because the, the Bhagavatam is described, the first canto is the lotus feet, and then, you know, first and second canto. And then when we get to the tenth canto, then we're having a darshan of Krishna's smiling face, right? But yeah, there are warnings. Don't go to the Rasalila unless you're qualified 
to understand the topics are not of the material world. They're not to be mistaken as the, the lusty affairs between boys and girls, which is natural, which is going on everywhere, right? Have you noticed? Um, Prabhupada would often describe a culture that we don't really have much experience of, where the relationships between men and women were very discreet and, um, uh, what should we say, um, private, right? Prabhupada gives an example of how, you know, everybody knows that men and women get married and have sex, basically, right? Otherwise, how do we, how do we all get here? Right? But in a, in a very sophisticated cultural environment, um, as Prabhupada describes, the, 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 the union between a man and a woman was, was not observed by anybody. Right? And Prabhupada talks about this in the, in the pastimes of Ajamil where we see that Ajamil, even though he was brought up as a Brahmana and lived in a very cultured environment, he was distracted by the behaviour of a low-class man and woman who were embracing and um, 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 engaging in... in um, Sex, basically, in public, and this was an, this was an unusual thing, right? I mean, it's not unusual now. Have you noticed? In fact, I saw, um, you know, which is probably fairly shocking, I suppose, for some. On Hurry Nam the other day, um, I saw two men. Uh, greet each other and give each other a kiss and then they were holding hands walking down the street. Uh, so we've, we've, we're living in an interesting times. Uh, but Prabhupada talks about a time when these, you know, the relationships between the men and women were very, very discreet. And, and um, uh, treated with care because um, you know the, the, the absorption in the attraction between men and women basically brings the consciousness down into the bodily concept of life and, and this is considered to be a, a great it's a tragedy but we see here uh, Lord Chaitanya's you know Jeev Jago, Jeev Jago wake up Sleeping souls, you know, you're sleeping in the lap of the witch called Maya. Why aren't you serving Krishna, the Lord of the heart? Right? 
And this, you know, according to the bhakti culture established by Lord Chaitanya, is the is the um, the the death ultimately of the of the spiritual awakening. You know, the the opportunities that are provided in a human form of life, and so to become entangled in um, purely the bodily relations, sex, effectively, um, means the consciousness is degraded, not elevated. Right? That's why there are. That's why within devotional culture there are restrictions. Whereas in modern culture. Where are the restrictions? Are there any? Some, maybe. But you know, um, yeah, just like, have any of you watched a Bollywood movie? Now everybody's quiet. <laughs> yeah, and you know, always there's some, there's some singing, and we used to fly on Air India to India in the days when, you know, um, you didn't have an in, you didn't have your own screen. It was just one screen in the in the cabin, right? And you had to watch the movie whether you liked it or not. You, it was right there in front of you, right? And of course, it was a little challenging because didn't understand anything <laughs> what was going on. Couldn't understand any of the, the... But every five minutes, they would break into a song, a dance. <laughs> and it's always, you know, the young girl's kind of attracting the boy. He's going after whatever. Right. So this is, you know, this is... This is materialistic culture, basically. And with that entanglement, it's, it's an entanglement because one becomes fully absorbed in, the, in this bodily con concept of life. And then, you know, the, to the detriment of the well-being of the soul because we just get caught up in material activities and we forget our spiritual identity. And this is considered to be a great tragedy. So even though it's recommended in the Bhagavatam that we hear this, the Rasalila, and it's got to be done, it's got to be done hearing from the right person and it also has to be approached with this um, understanding that these are not material affairs. Right? But very difficult for people to do that when they're caught up in the, you know, just in a mundane conception of life. And that's why study of the Bhagavatam and especially study of the, the intimate pastimes of Krishna and his, his eternal um, associates 
has to be done systematically starting from the beginning and coming to a point where the study of the 10th canto is with a full appreciation of who, who Krishna is and what he does, all of the different forms that he manifests in. So that by the time we get to the 10th canto, that we understand and appreciate this is not a, just a mundane personality, but rather this is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And, um, and so by that stage, one should be properly qualified to hear the, the pastimes of the Rasalila. Otherwise, and, and it's very interesting, you will not find Srila Prabhupada talking about the Rasalila and the intimate pastimes of Krishna anywhere, right? Except to warn people, don't do it. <laughs> and he says, Lord Chaitanya says, this is, these are not public discussions. Not, not to be discussed in public with unqualified people. Well, so we have to hear from the right person we also have to be in the right frame of mind, in the right consciousness to hear the, the pastimes. Then the result will be pure-hearted, pure-hearted. Right? But that requires very elevated, one has to be on a very elevated platform. And, and it's interesting, uh, Prabhupada mentions actually even we not discuss the, the processes of how to become uh, a follower of the residence of Vrindavan. Very interesting, Prabhupada, really. He says, for now, we have to start with the basics, right? We have to go from offensive um, chanting, effectively, to the clearing stage, and then from the clearing stage go to the pure stage of chanting Hare Krishna. Then at that point, the, our eternal relationship with Krishna will be revealed, naturally will be revealed. But Prabhupada says, for now we don't talk about it. Just concentrate on, you know, A, B, C. Well, we're at the A, B, C stage or, you know, um, primary school, one times one is one, two times two is, whoops, two times two is four, you know, that basic stuff. You don't immediately in grade one jump to um, calculus, <laughs> right? Gosh, even though I'd done, I could, you know, add one and one together. By the time I got to fifth year, you know, matriculation, I still couldn't, I still can't work out why, you know, x squared minus y squared equals anything. <laughs> and that's just simple. That's, that's simple stuff. You know? <clears throat> so, you know, the, these, the very elevated um, hearing of the Rasalila even approaching our spiritual identity, actually Srila Prabhupada warns us, no, we don't talk about these things. 
we concentrate on ABCs, right? And basic math, one and one equals two. Very simple. Uh, in order to qualify ourselves, so, you know, the beginning of bhakti means to be regularly hearing and chanting. And our equivalent of hearing the Rasalila is having our morning Bhagavatam class. Srimatam Kata Krishna Punya Shravana Kirtanam. What is it? Um, uh, what's, the next, what's the third line? Say it a bit. Vridyanta, yeah, I know the verse. Srimbatam Swakata Krishna Punya Shravana Kirtana. Ridyanti, is it? Abhadrani Vidunoti Surit Satam. Yeah. So, in preparation for being qualified to study the 10th canto of the Bhagavatam, we need to, first of all, read the Bhagavad Gita. <laughs> right? Read the nectar of instruction. Read the nectar of devotion and then read the Srimad Bhagavatam gradually to arrive at that point of pure consciousness. And so, you know, our process is to regularly hear the what is it? Nashta Prayeshava Badreshu Nitya Bhagavata Sevaya. Right? Nitya Bhagavata Sevaya. And Prabhupada points out in the purport, service of a devotee, the Bhagavat means the devotee, and Bhagavat means the Bhagavatam. Right? This is and he says either one or both is sufficient to make a success of life. But if we're serving the devotee Bhagavat, what, what will they tell us to do? Huh? What will they tell us to do? Chant Hare Krishna, yes. Read, read the Bhagavatam. <laughs> read the Bhagavatam. And so, you know, we're serving Srila Prabhupada. Prabhupada's basically given us this process. Simple, simple process. In order to be qualified to hear and to study the exalted or the, you know, the, the topmost pastimes of Krishna, we, we hear the... And so it's interesting, isn't it? Here we're hearing about the gopis, but we're also hearing about Shishupal and Hiranyaksha and Hiranyakashipu. That's what we're coming up to, Hiranyakashipu's, the pastime of Hiranyakashipu. And Narada Muni is saying, you know, I can't think of anything more complete, um, any more complete an absorption in Krishna than to hate him. <laughs> right? It's like, what? What, we should be hating Krishna? Huh? But of course, that's not really the, the, the message is we should have a deep and absorbing and a, a, a um, complete meditation on Krishna 
And that complete meditation is manifest in the pastimes of Hiranyaksha and Hiranyakashipu. Right. As an example of the absorption, the depth of absorption that one should have in Krishna, Krishna consciousness in other words. And of course, the um, uh, Sishupala is an example of that. Um, Comfort is an example of that. Um, but the epitome is actually the mood of absorption that we see in the gopis. Right? They're the most elevated, exalted personalities. But in order to appreciate that, we need to go through this, the understanding. Or the, here the meditation is going to be on Hiranyaksha and Hiranyakasipu. Right? Uh, actually, Hiranyakasipu coming up. And um, what a demon he was. Well, but, of course, the purport is he wasn't a demon at all. He was a devotee. <laughs> Paradoxically. So, um, we're recommended to study the Bhagavatam on a daily basis. We're recommended to render service to the spiritual master on a daily basis so that gradually we're elevated to this, to this um, platform where we can study Krishna's smiling face in the form of the Srimad Bhagavatam 10th canto and, and be absorbed in these pastimes uh, and understand them and be purified by them. And this is the, the danger. The danger is in an immature state, we may misunderstand Krishna's pastimes and just see them from the external point of view, not from the internal point of view. So therefore we warned Tenth canto of the Bhagavatam, especially the Rasalila, whoa. No. And and why Srila Prabhupada translated the Krishna book? Prabhupada did that so that we'd be able to enter into those pastimes, but in the company of Srila Prabhupada, with an with an explanation of what's going on. Right? So that we keep the spiritual perspective and not be not be bewildered by the the um, the what, what do we call it the externals right which is interesting because you know we can misjudge a devotee just by looking at what they do externally. Right? And many people do. They, they misunderstand the behaviour of a devotee because they're only able to see the external manifestation. They're not able to understand the internal um, motivation and, and purpose of a of a of a Vaishnava. Uh, Krishna Das Kaviraj 
mentions that in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Very difficult to understand the mind of a devotee sometimes. Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> what are we to do here? Um, one will be benefited if Well, in any way that one comes in contact with Krishna. But of course, as Prabhupada's mentioned in the previous purports, not that we become an in inimical or, you know, <laughs> start to hate Krishna and think, oh, I'll make spiritual advancement. That's not like that. Because we're on the platform of, or we should be on the platform of bhaktiya, right, bhaktiya, uh, which means by devotion or by devotional service. And um, that devotional service has to be of a certain quality. You know, uh, the devotees asked Prabhupada, um, um, you know, why did Ajamil fall down if he was a devotee? And Prabhupada said, no, he wasn't a devotee. Right? And then Prabhupada says, well, he's a devotee of Vishnu. Right? So what quality, what gen, what's generally the quality of a, of a devotee of Vishnu? They approach God in awe and reverence, right? but they're very often approaching God for benefits, right? Give me this, give me that, give me the other thing, right? So they're, they're oh, let me serve you, but so long as you give me things. This is how religion generally is portrayed. Go to church to pray to God to give us our daily bread. Huh? Or, you know, we see people come and put $2 in a hundi and devoutly praying for, you know, benefits. Whereas, and so that's not bad. That's a level of devotion that's... Is encouraged, but generally, it's approaching the Lord with some material motivation. More elevated is to be engaged as a servant, and so the devotees are not. The generally, the devotees, when they approach Krishna, they're not asking for something. They're asking, well, they're asking for something, but they're not asking for anything for themselves. They're asking for service, right? Let me serve you, is what chanting Hare Krishna means, right? Oh, Krishna, oh, energy of the Lord, please engage me in your service. So... Um, there is a difference in the quality of devotion in different devotees. Huh? Even Prabhupada says, yeah, in the Chaitanya Chaitanya Prabhupada says, there are actually devotees who are envious of others. Huh? And he says, you can ignore them, <laughs> give up their association. Right? That's interesting. Huh? 
So not all devotion is the same and not all devotees are on the same level. Right? And, and, and so the process of bhakti is designed or is meant to elevate us from the point of, you know, approaching Krishna, oh, please, you know, let my son get his degree, let me get a better job, let me, you know, whatever it is. <clears throat> Seeing God as the order supplier, basically, right? Which he is, right? Um, and it's beneficial that somebody sees the Supreme and, and prays to him, but more elevated are those devotees who, and, and this is Lord Chaitanya's mission in one sense. Lord Chaitanya is described as the most, what is it? Namo Mahavadanyaya. Krishna Prema Pradayate, Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namne Gora Twishe Namaha. The prayer is, you know, um, Namo Mahavadanyaya, the most magnificent, uh, sorry, well, yes, magnificent, munificent, the most generous, the most uh, compassionate is this incarnation of Krishna, Krishnaya. He's actually Krishna, um, but appearing in a form of a devotee to teach us how to have an intimate relationship where we can serve Krishna uh, and be fully satisfied. You know, you, you can pray to God for this, that, and the other thing. You get, get it, but are you satisfied? If you get material benefits, what do you want? Go back for more, right? So, um, one of the unique features of um, devotional service, which is performed anu kulyena krishnanu shilanam, which is done uh, to please Krishna, it's favourable, but it's also free. What is it? Uh, it's not covered by material desires or material motivations. Not covered by devotional service, not covered by a desire for material benefits or a desire for knowledge or learning, but rather it's service offered to Krishna for Krishna's pleasure but also, as it turns out, it's the most satisfying for the devotee, right? So, um, our hearing of the Bhagavatam, our study of the Bhagavad Gita, our study of the Bhakti literature, our study of the Rasa Leela, when we're qualified to do so, is meant to bring about this higher quality of devotion and mood of service, service to Krishna, but also service to the devotees. Huh? Hmm. 
Okay, I'm going to finish here. Does anybody have any comments or questions? Have we got the microphone? We can always depend on Sibia for a question. Thank you for the nice class. Um, you said that through, through systematic study we reached the 10th canto where, it's, where the pastimes of Lord Krishna are written. So my question is, sometimes we see in book distribution, some people, they're not interested in Bhagavad Gita, they've never read it, but they go for the Krishna book. So should we give it to them? Yes, most definitely. <laughs> or do we get like an offense? No, because they're taking this like is why book? Prabhupada wrote the Krishna book. In fact, you know, millions of Krishna books were distributed and Prabhupada wanted that people are given access to the 10th canto of the Bhagavatam. And that's why his presentation of the Krishna book is so important. And in fact, if you look at the history of ISKCON, the Krishna book and the distribution of the Krishna book was at the point in time when ISKCON exploded. You know, we, we talk of the Hare Krishna explosion. But that was when really ISKCON started to become a very strong presence in, you know, in the Western world. And um, so <clears throat> Prabhupada was working on the Bhagavatam, but might have only, oh, might have only got up to the third canto or, or, you know, around about that point. And... Uh, this is very early days in ISKCON and he um, decided to go to Los Angeles and just write the Krishna book, yeah, just prepare the Krishna book so that, and you know the rationale was, uh, he, Prabhupada wasn't sure whether he'd finished the Bhagavatam or not, but he wanted to present Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And so that's why he kind of put the completion of the Bhagavatam on hold and focused on the 10th canto, and which became the Krishna book, right? And, and which was being distributed by the devotees in, you know, in the thousands, tens of thousands. I knew, in, in my friends' houses, I knew exactly where the Krishna books, I knew where the Hare Krishna books were and the, it would be the pink nectar, the fluorescent pink nectar of devotion and the fluorescent blue Krishna book, right? They were all over the place. Devotees distribute a lot, you know, lots in Australia. So um, it was Prabhupada's deliberate um, strategy, right? to present the 10th canto, but with his purports, so that people would understand, you know, the, who Krishna was and what his pastimes represent. So yes, sell the Krishna book as much as you can. Get good points for a Krishna book, don't you? 
Hey, you don't know? I don't know. You're not interested in the points. Ask your mum, she'll tell you. <laughs> Is that all right? Thank you, Prabhuji. Yeah. Yes, most definitely. That's the interesting thing, you see. We're warned not to go to the, you know, don't read the Rasalila, but we, we, need to, we need to know something about it. We can't, ooh, can't discuss that. Therefore, we've got the Krishna book. Therefore, we've got the 33, 33rd chapter or whatever it is. Mamahan, any comments? No. Jade. Thank you, Shibya. Hi, Guru. Um, I've heard that um, Prabhupada also had the intention for us to distribute um, each of the cantos of Bhagavatam separately. Uh, I think like fourth canto you want us to distribute separately. Um, what was what was his kind of rationality behind that? Mainly, Prabhupada wanted the first and the second cantos to always be in print, so they could be distributed as an introduction to the Bhagavatam. Um, and in Prabhupada's time, we didn't have the Bhagavatam as a full set. So, but Prabhupada wanted the, his the Bhagavatam and the Chaitanya Charitamrita to be distributed as sets, right? And he encouraged the devotees to go door to door and meet people, make friends with them, make an acquaintance with them and give them sets of literature. So, um, and, 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 and in Prabhupada's time, the books were being published volume by volume as they were translated and printed, right? And so Prabhupada wanted the books to be distributed so that he could invest in the next volume and the next volume. So um, it wasn't that Prabhupada was necessarily interested in just selling individual volumes. He was more interested in, you know, finishing off the set, finishing off the Bhagavatam, and um, it's interesting, he, he stopped the Bhagavatam work on more than one occasion to do, do another project, like the Chaitanya Charitamrita, was, and also the Nectar of Instruction. Int very interesting story about the Nectar of Instruction. Prabhupada stopped the Bhagavatam work to print the Nectar of Instruction, then have it distributed. It was, it was, it was a book to be distributed widely. Right? So, um, the expedient or the, the um, urgency to distribute the volumes of the Bhagavatam was basically to um, print and then distribute that volume, cover the costs, make, make profits obviously, and then um, that distribution of that particular print run would then be used to print more. 
wasn't that Prabhupada necessarily wanted, you know, volume. Although, but he did say first and second canto always in just always in print for for mass distribution, so that then people would get a, a exposure to the Bhagavatam and they would be interested in purchasing a full set. But keep in mind, full sets didn't exist before Prabhupada passed away, and it wasn't until the 80s, I suppose, maybe even later, uh, end of the 80s, that we actually had a Bhagavatam set. Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah. And now we can sell, you know, we can sell sets of Bhagavatams. Um, yeah. Anything else? Just, just about Krishna book. It used to be like a considered a very important part of the program in the evening. You'd sit around the ashram reading one chapter from Krishna book and having yep. hot milk with lots of yep. sugar, and uh, hopefully you'd s s maybe dream about Krishna and after after that. Dream about if, Krishna. If you um, yeah, well, the last thing you do in the evening. You know? um, well, the, the evening program was going to Gora Arti, having a Bhagavad Gita class. Then after the Gita class, hearing the Krishna book, drinking your milk, hot milk, before you went to bed. I don't know if anybody does that these days. We should put it on the roster. Huh? Got to go to Gora Arti and a Bhagavad Gita class. We didn't have, we didn't do home programs in those days. Anything else? Okay. Gantaraj Simad Bhagavatam Ki Jai, Sarah Prabhupada Ki Jai, Gaurabhakta Prindaki Jai, Hare Krishna.